Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Episode 426 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're bringing back some block rocking beats for you. Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. Speaking my my language there, buddy. Psychosomatic out of control. Well, now he's doing Prodigy, though. (laughs) (laughs) Stick to one band. Stick to one big beat, man. Back again with one of them block rocking beats. Yeah. How about that? There you go. That was part of that 90s, too. They actually went into that, too. All right. The big Nice. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. You sit back and think like that was nineties. That's crazy. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the name of the doc? That's like nineties. I think it's called nineties. Nineties. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, nineties. Two thousand six. Yeah, it's episode four or five or something. The music one. Oh Pretty wait, cool. I got a bunch of shit here. Yeah. No, this ain't that. This is a television show. Yeah, you'll find it. But anyways, we're about to randomly rant all things movies. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Going around the world. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Tony, you fucks with Chemical Brothers? Crystal Method? Uh, I, re- I recognize those names, and I nice. feel like I've heard their music. Yeah, I'm sure if, if Harley drops a needle, you'd, you'd recognize... Was that? Yeah. Would you say that's the biggest hit, Harley? Block Rock and Beats. Oh, I thought that. Oh, yeah, I recognize that. Yeah, I mean, their biggest hit in the sense of it was their first big hit, but every album that they released afterwards, you know, um, Out of Control, Off Surrender. I mean, they mm-hmm. had Out of Control. I mean, as the you know, Block Rock and Beats came out in ninety. Dig Your Own Hole came in ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was. I, I'm sure from a record sales standpoint, or you know, sales. The, the later on pop songs, uh, galvanized with Q-Tip. That was a huge oh, yeah. song. Uh, it began in Africa. Huge. Um, come with us. If you, if you owned a PS2 and you had a, some kind of racing game or a futuristic racing game, you might have, you might have heard these dance songs. So, so right. I I always when everybody asks me how'd you get into dance music, how'd you get into electronic dance music, and I was like, it was that racing game, fucking racing game called Wipeout. That's, yeah, I was gonna say the game was called Junkie oh. XL, but no, that's oh, really Junkie XL was a was a producer at the time. Um, right. Yeah. So Wipeout. I ended up doing like two or three of them, and they all had Future Sons of London and Prodigy and Fotech and and um, not. I don't think any of them really had any house music per se, um, but it was all like electronic. So I think Fluke was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Future Sounds of London. We have explosives. I mean, oh, all soundtrack of your life, huh? Oh my god, dude! And then um, Sarah, she was she was a party girl, so she went to raves, and she had somebody turned her onto the Crystal Method. Mm-hmm. So she turned me on the Crystal Method, and then MTV's Amp. Was oh, yeah. on. oh on. shit! And, uh, wow. and so I used to stay up late at night and listen, listen, watch Amp. And then um, I remember going and visiting my dad, 
And we went to Hollywood. We went to that Lou's record, not Lou's, but Allen's. It was called Allen's. Lou's was in down there in Encinitas. San Diego or a record store in Hollywood called Allen's. And Pops used to take me there because. No, no, no. This was very slight. Had a huge use selection. And, you know, my dad being how cheap bastard he was. So we'd always hit the use section. And I remember getting Paul Oakenfold's Global Underground. And what that was like the what first, like, I don't, I don't remember. With you. I don't remember. I think maybe I saw Paul Oakenfold on AMP or something like that. You know, yeah. You know, fucking listened. And that was that was like my first like compilation, like house music compilation. Yeah. And that was it. My life was over. I was done. That was like <laughs> that was it. That was it. Gets his first shot of crack. <laughs> and was his global underground? What number was he? I mean, I can remember. He did like two or three. Did quite a few of them. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was like high up there, right? He was like two or three or something. Uh, you know, I don't remember. Um. The orders, um, uh, yeah, was, uh, no, I think they were later on, yeah, like Moscow. No, Moscow, they did deep dish Moscow and Toronto. Um, uh, okay. I could tell you that wouldn't take long, but yeah, that's how that's how I remember. I remember you playing that game, and just I remember you, yeah, just but you were all hip hop, and then you went to dance, you never looked back. The thing that was so deep just global uh, 21. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, there was, there was quite a few. And I've, uh, there was, I mean, a lot of them I never even listened to. I mean, yeah. or uh, you know, listened to parts of them or something like that. But about, and I think one of the things that helped me so much was you could take the wipeout disc and put it in a regular CD player and listen and it to would it. would play? It would play all the songs. No way. Yeah. So I could literally oh. just pop it in my car and I could listen to it. And that See. was a big fucking deal. Yeah. <laughs> See, they know what they were doing. Exactly. Exactly. You so, still own that uh, game? Uh, I'm sure I have it. Yeah. I'm sure I have it in my, in my, uh, gotta fire that. You, you want your, you want your daughter to drive? You could fire that up. <laughs> no, fire up. Yeah. My brother. Yeah. Listen to that music. That's badass. Yeah. That so, is cool. Yeah. There you go. A little brief history in Harley's love for dance music. That's how it started. In case you, if you didn't know, you don't. Now you know. That's it. It was a deep cover in that incognito tip. Oh man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was sad because up until that point, you know, Tribe and Farside and. Roots and Wu-Tang. I mean, I was the hugest hip-hop fan. And I still, I had a lot of overlap over the years, mm-hmm. you know. Like, you kept the ear open. I mean, you... you oh, you yeah, know. absolutely. And, you know, when... when you, you, uh, you once in a while, see what's going on. The Tribe for Love movement came out, you know, yeah. of course. And, and I remember, you know, I was a big Jurassic 5 fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but it was funny because the hip-hop world and the rave world would, would meet. We they did well, you know. I always used to recognize there was a lot of househeads that came, especially like Deep House, that came from the hip hop scene. Yeah, 
like underground hip hop. So there was a lot. It, I was not the only one who who fell for house. And and again, you know, when when I fell in love with house music, it was I was drawn towards more of the house rather than the trance. Trance right. was really popular. Techno was really popular. And I really fell in love with the progressive house stuff. Um, and so, and as, as I've gotten older, my style has become even more and more deep. And, and so, um, yeah, there's a ton of, of hip yeah. overlap. Yeah. So here in San Diego, in the 91 X, they used to play, you know, it was, an, it was mostly an alternative station, but once yeah. in a while they played, they played prodigy. I remember the first time I heard five star and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. This is crazy. Cross so much energy. And then when I saw the video, I was like, yo, this is crazy right here. Mm-hmm. And then when they played Breathe, that fucking beat, forget yeah. it. That was my mind. It's a yeah, it was, big, was the big crossover for like rock and electronica. Yeah, they were just a mix, right? They were just a yep. their own genre. <laughs> you know? yep. um, yeah, that shit was crazy. That's a little trip down memory lane for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What's in What's in Harley's case logic, in case you're wanting to know? Yeah, it's like I'm like everybody else. What's on your cell phone, you know? Yeah, but you got everybody into it too. Because I remember like Aaron would play a lot of dance music. Yeah, yeah. Aaron got big fan of it. Uh, Jeremy started listening to you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I got a couple. I got a couple uh, global undergrounds. Yeah, uh, that was that was the easy, the easy way to get into it was global undergrounds. You know, every yeah. every store like two CDs. You know, two CDs. Yeah, two CDs. Songs on there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, you know, you go to every. Sam Goody or Warehouse, and they had Global Undergrounds. They weren't hard to find, right? And and and, and back then too, my cousin Jason was in the drum and bass and jungle. So mm. I, I listened. To, I listened to like a DJ rap for like, and then uh, Diesel Boy. He's huge. Mm-hmm. In, he was huge in Diesel Boy. So mm-hmm. I was listening to that, and then DJ rap, and then I was like, "Whoa, she's hot!" I was like, "Hey, that's even easier to listen to." Then there was Sandra Collins. There was, um, you know, and then you just go mix. It was it was cool too because like then their like producers were like the stars, right? They make their beats. Or they'd have a mix, so it wasn't just like an artist. It was also DJs, right? So you get to know everybody. Yeah. They're all cool with each other, and it was just um, you kind of just followed everybody. But every time a new global underground came out, like, oh, you just had to get it. You knew it was going to be a straight fire. But uh, yeah, dude, we seen we seen some when we saw um, Deep Dish in San Diego. Yeah, I was bad. I, I saw Deep Dish a couple times. I saw them twice in San Diego. Nice. Once so with brothers in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, brothers three times. Yeah. Or twice. Did you ever see Propellers? Yeah. So I saw when me and Albert went to, I can't remember if it was the Palladium. We saw the Propeller Heads. We saw Fatboy Slim uh, and Crystal Method. I know you went with Albert to one of those. Yeah. Yeah. That was when Fatboy Slim opened up, Propeller Heads opened up. Uh, BT Brian Trans Transient Transient whatever the fuck that guy's name was he was really popular um, and they opened up for for the Chemical Brothers. BT, oh, no. BT. that's not the dude that did the music for Fast and Furious, was it? Uh, it might have been. Yeah, because he I think he did ended up ended up getting into music scores. A lot yeah. of like Fotech, the Rupert Parks or whatever the fuck his name is. He yeah. started doing a lot of movie scores and shit like that, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the electronic, especially the electronic, you know. Yeah, produce- music by BT. There you go. Yeah. I remember seeing his name on Fast and Furious soundtrack. Yeah, yeah that's him. Yeah. 
Brian, it's Brian Trent. I saw him. I think he opened for Deep Dish once at uh there in San Diego at uh fuck, what was the name of that club? I can't think of it. Awesome. It's, it's down by the airport. No. Oh. It was like it was actually like a gay club. Oh. But on Friday nights, it was a straight club. <laughs> I remember uh in the Kilgore show we went, this this chick started getting topless. It was just like what the fuck? That was always yeah, that was up in LA. That was up in LA. I just read it because I remember like you saying you you're like just just like entranced, like you're just glued to like the Kimball Brothers, just like music. Like, I didn't give a shit about the naked chick next to me. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm like I'm like just I'm, I'm I'm listening, I'm dancing, I'm looking around, I look behind me, and there's these two girls, and I'm like they just get topless. I'm like whoa! I start hitting your shoulder, like yo, turn around. You look over, you're like all right, boost, and turn back around. Or Tom, I want to I want to watch Kimball Brothers. <laughs> Yeah, your priorities. I like, saw them. Pre- yeah, I saw Chemical Brothers. I saw them at uh, Coachella. They still tour it on? Did they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when they, album. you know, when they release an album, they promote. They they promote. Um, uh, what was your last album? What year was that? I don't know, but the last two albums, I have not been a fan of. Ooh, really? Yeah, yeah I just mm. they just they just I don't know they just. I don't know. My tastes have changed. Mm. So, okay. yeah. I mean, you know, one or two of the songs are are right. good, are but right. they're not. Do you want yeah. like a whole album? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but yeah. I'm excited. Uh, what's his name? One of the Daft Punk um, members is the Daft Punk. Which one? Yeah, the shit. The French names. The French dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, robot A or Robot B. Yeah, exactly. He he's about to he just teased like a one minute clip from like a it's like fourteen or fifteen minute long song that he's gonna release under their own. I want to see them on tour. Fuck all and that. it's like straight techno. Like it's really? old old it's like old school daft punk techno. So I'm I'm like oh. excited about that. Yeah. Just, so. I would love to see them on tour. Supposedly Daft Punk, uh my old buddy Matt He's he went to Coachella one year when Daft Punk played, and he was like, Love "It was that. the greatest show ever." It was so like the visuals, yeah. everything was just stunning. He goes, the, "The big triangle pops up and shit." So big pyramid. Was he high as a kite? Uh, no, I doubt it because he was like me. He was he was always sober. Yeah, because uh, you know the music was. Yeah. Wait, what he heard rumblings or what? No, no, I'm saying he saw Daft Punk at Coachella. Oh, I thought you were leading up to saying he was going to tell you that they were coming again or something. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't talked to him. I go, fuck up, he saw him then? Fuck that. No, they, <laughs> they, they or I think they went to Coachella like last year or the year before. Did they really? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, those tickets sold out quick. Couldn't pay me to go to Coachella. No. I'd, I'd see him, though. I'd see him. If they're in Coachella, I'd go to Coachella. Fuck it. That's the only way that's you'd have to go to the, you'd have to do the Coachella thing, and I wouldn't want to do that. I would do it. It's just too. It becomes so pop culture. It's so mainstream. It's, it's a, uh, you know, it's it's our version of Woodstock every year. Yeah. You know, Snoop Dogg's walking up and down the hallways. You know, it's it's not. <laughs> you know, when it started, it was it was a dance music thing. Now it's just pop music thing. You know, no. the Backstreet Boys, the Backstreet Boys, get together. <laughs> Don't you miss Lilith Fair though? Oh man, Dude. 
Could you imagine how much underarm hair there is at Lilith there? Oh. 90% chick, 100% hot hair. Oh, oh man, oh, man. Right, we will be, we will be discussing Lots of weed. We'll be talking about movies. There's as much marijuana at Lilith Fair as there was at a uh, fucking Cypress what? concert. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you love Meredith Brooks. Who? Man, Tori Amos. Oh, you love them. Oh, Jesus Christ. Did you have all their CDs? You know, Chris liked a lot of that stuff. Yeah. See? That's how you, that's how you guys get along. Yeah. Yeah. This shit drives me nuts. Yeah, it makes my ears bleed nowadays. <laughs> he busts out the old Little Fair 92 tour shirt. Yeah, oh yeah. Get her excited. Hold still. You said it on me. Well, we'll be talking about movies tonight. And, uh, yes, we'll, we'll get there. Um, yeah, I guess no better segue than just to go right into it. Um, a couple weekends ago, I don't know how long has it been, two weeks now? A week since the convention? A Friday night for VAPs only that let us see the new Halloween movie. Then this was written by Danny McBride, yes, of Eastbound and Down and Vice Principals. Also with David Gordon Green, the director. They've worked together a lot, so they're very familiar with each other. In fact, the same crew of the new movie worked on Vice Principals. So, oh, interesting. They worked on that, boom, right into this one. They filmed in like South Carolina, where they're from, so they just they all knew each other, so they knew how to work, so it's perfect. Um, the cool thing about this one was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis coming back. Uh, oh, he directed Joe. Yeah, that was a thing. That was a trip. I saw that. Yeah, we all love, we're all big fans of Joe. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis coming back is Laurie Strode. Um, she's done it before with H two O. Now it's forty years. Yeah, so this movie, what this does, redcons everything past the first one. So two through Russell Rhymes Resurrection is gone, no more. So there's a a true sequel to the first one. Um, In part two, when we talk about it later, there's a there's something that was brought up in that one that's that changed the storyline for the rest of the movies. Mm. That John Carpenter never really liked. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they just, he, it never sat well with him. He never really liked it. At the time, Empire Strikes Back, all these twists were happening. Uh, so it was like, you know, studios were like, hey man, we're cool if, you know, did something. So he never really liked that. So I think he can erase that. It was fine. But if you notice, him and Deborah Hill wrote the second one. He didn't direct the second one, but yeah, yes. they still wrote it. So they were still really close to it. Um, but what was special about this one as well, John Carpenter came back as executive producer, but not only that, but he's doing a score for a movie for the first time since a long time. And hmm. the cool thing about this one, he was able to do it with his son, Cody Carpenter, and his godson, Daniel Davis. And the fountain soundtrack was phenomenal. It was fucking great. It was great. There's little twists, there's little, little tweaks to the, to the score, obviously, to the, you know, main theme. Um, but also, he, they had some new ones. And you realize, like, fuck, that's another character alone in the Halloween movie franchise. Oh, sure. It's his score, so it works fucking great. So here we find, like I said, Jimmy Lee Curtis is like a recluse. She lives way out in the boonies. She's just been, she's, this is pretty much like Terminator. She's Sarah Connor. Like it's crazy how like this movie is, the T2. And I've seen other people compare it to, it's kind of funny. Um, she's out, out in the, in the fucking woods, like where Harley lives. She's got a bunch of mannequins and she's fucking target practice. Her house, got cameras around, spotlights. 
She's ready. She's ready. If this motherfucker ever comes out, she's been prepared. He's been out for 30 years. He's been, he's been locked up. So he's been away. Oh, okay. Yeah. He never died, but he's been, he's been locked up. So the the second one, he dies by essentially. Oh, she's going to go ahead and spoil the second one. All right. Let's go. (laughs) Right. The second one. Yeah. They, uh, he died in that one. Um, so this one, he got caught. Uh, you know, they talk about how he got caught, and then he's been away forever. So these podcasters, like psychiatrists, like, like they do like a, it's almost like the podcast serial about like um, murderers and killers, and they they were they want to do a story on him. So they visit him. It's his last day at this facility where this guy, this doctor, Sartan dude's been monitoring him for years and just like obsessed with him. And he asked if they can interview him before they, he gets transferred to some fucking god awful place that the doctor doesn't want him to go because once he goes there, he knows he's gone. So, um, so before that, the day it's like October thirtieth, like again, a convenient, right? Um, so they want to interview him, and um, before he gets transferred in the bus, kind of like the first one, it gets somehow it breaks, it drives off the road, it breaks free. You see in the trailer, they're they're walking around, he escapes, and um, when they went to go interview him one of the podcasters is like trying to just trying to get a right. He wants him to speak. Cause he hasn't spoken like 30 years. We never, he never speaks. So I don't know why they say, Oh, he's never spoken yet. And he still won't, he still won't talk. I'm like, he never did it in the first one. So, um, I don't know why that was a big deal, but they pull out the mask and he's trying to get a rise at him. And the people, a lot of the loonies around him are freaking out and going nuts. And he keeps showing the back, the mask and he wants him to do something. You can see his uh, fist clinch while he's holding this chain. He's locked into the ground, but he won't, he won't move. Um, so you can tell it's like, he even says, like, it's calling you, isn't it? It's calling you. He wants to get a rise out of him. But he still wouldn't say anything. So they interviewed Lori. Um, so after that, they interviewed her. And they're like, you know, we should. We want you guys to meet. We want you to talk to him. We want you to say something before he goes away. She's like, fuck that. I want that motherfucking dead, you know? She's mm. like, it's like, uh, and, like, and she's got art. Like, dude, she's got a uh, remote control where it moves her countertop. Her, uh, her, like, her, her countertop in the kitchen then moves to the left. And there's an underground like, barrier, like, in her basement. Where she's got mm. all this shit in there, dude. She's like... She's like Sarah Connor and Kevin McAllister. She's like seven. She's like Sarah Cap- McAllister. She's got like traps in her house. She's like she's ready for this dude. Um, so of like so I guess like I said when the bus crashes he gets away and you know he, he dons the mask again and it's fucking chaos ensues. Exactly, exactly, and it's fucking brutal. Like I would say this is probably as much as I love the first one in Nick Castle and what he did. This might be like the best Michael Myers. Like he's fucking he's he's brutal. He's ruthless. Like he. He's got like the the movements, the look, the the, the, the physicality. Like it's just it's, he's fucking scary. He's scary again, you know. Um, the mask looks great. Like I said, the music works great. So I think it's just everything around it just works great. Um, we were everyone's kind of worried, like David Gordon Green, you know, Jenny McBride. It's a weird comedy combo. chops. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we were all like, "What? How's that going to work?" You know. Well, we just but, saw Danny McBride star in something recently that was a drama or some horror or something. The one you saw something about Arizona or some shit or what the fuck was it? Let me yeah, see. Something recently, but uh, yeah, but no, they were huge fans. Like Danny McBride, huge horror fan. He was a, so he loved the franchise. So he knew they worked on eighty drafts before they even you know started wow. going. Yeah. So, but but not only that, but Lori Strode, while she was raising her daughter, um, she was preparing her for 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 anything so when she's young she's building traps she's shooting she learned how to shoot you know they do a little quick montage how he's like oh yeah when i was a kid fucking that's all we did she was crazy back there she's kind of she's kind of distanced from her mom because she feels like she's kind of crazy and she wants to keep her daughter away from her grandma um so you follow like three three strokes you follow the large lawyer the mom and then the, and then the, 
the, the granddaughter. And she's like the same age as she was in the first one. You know, her friend's babysitting and this funny ass kid that she's babysitting. This motherfucker's funny as hell. Um, but yeah, um, a lot, a lot of cool Easter eggs from other, the other movies in the franchise. So they don't like totally like, I mean, they totally like erase the storyline, but they still give you these little like Easter eggs. Like, Hey, remember this from this one? Remember this from this one? And it's just like, ah, that's, that's cool, man. That's you guys that, that we can appreciate that. Um, but uh, no, man, yeah, this movie really fucking worked, man. This was a lot. This is really cool. I, in fact, that we were on, you know, we, we didn't know what we were getting. You know, we just been a new Halloween movie in forever. But well, it was interesting. It, yeah, I mean, it's I, interesting. We're we're $10 starting million this. million dollar budget, too, which is crazy. Oh, wow. They didn't throw any money at it. It's the Blumhouse mentality, remember? It's from Blumhouse, so they don't, you know, they don't spend a lot. Fucking, I mean, I feel like the Rob Zombie remake was probably more expensive than that. Yeah. It was funny because there's an interview with Jason Blum and John Carpenter, and he's like, "Oh yeah, if they give you money, if the studios give you money, yeah, absolutely, it's better. It's always better. The more, the more money, the better." And Jason Blum's like, uh, "Not so much. Not for me. Like, we don't need that much. We don't need that much." It was interesting, the you know, because my first one, John would work. You know, they, he wouldn't have a huge budget, especially for the first one, because only like uh, hundred thousand or something. It wasn't even. It was Halloween at the time was the largest uh, indie movie of all time, like the lowest, you know, highest grossing. Hmm. Like, all the time so the fact that Blum was like yeah we don't need that money like 10 million that's all I needed and, and you know it fucking worked man it's, it's great it's brutal the music's great like the the, the, the the story where it comes in there's one part in the movie that I think would make and break fans like hmm. yeah there's just one it's cur- it, it, it's an interesting is uh, it a story is it a, a plot line or something it involves, it involves a character it just involves a character and something that they do, and you're just like, hmm, that's an interesting choice. So, like, I remember after the screening, I was talking, like, hey, you like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, why this? And I was like, yes, why did that happen? It was just. Is it, is it a facilitate sequels? What? What'd you say? Kazoo is, like, is it to facilitate <laughs> Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. Uh, no. No. It's just something, yeah. When, when you watch it, you'd understand. Um, hmm. I just don't want to spoil it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, to me, at first it was very, it was very daunting. I was like very daunting. I was like, "Whoa, this is what? Why? I don't get it. Why?" Thinking about it later, I'm like, mm, "Okay, I can maybe let it slide. It's not that big." What? No. Yeah, exactly. That's how uh-huh. they Mark Wahlberg in the movie theater. What? So no. Yeah. <laughs>
uh, yeah, that's, that's time. Like it's, the, it's the 40 years of the first one came out. It's up well, to Halloween. It's, I mean, it was, you know. What's interesting to right. me is, is you keep, you don't reference, you don't acknowledge the Rob Zombie movies. There's two of them. Right. And I remember the first one, like, being totally passable. Like, I'm not a huge Halloween guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, I've now seen, and I can recognize the first three. Third, not counting, because it's not really a Michael Myers film. Um, or it's not really. It isn't in any way, shape, or form. It just makes so, me happy that you've seen the, third, the first Yeah, three. well, and, and we've watched them on the <laughs> podcast, and that's the only reason why I remember them. Right. Um, and I like what they did with the second one by running it. It's, it's essentially Halloween Part 2. Uh, you know, it, those could be that, – that could be one movie. You know what I mean? Um, and I like that. I, 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 that's original. Um, so when they remade it back in 07, I wasn't, it wasn't surprised. And then when they got somebody that like everything he's done has been horror, I'm like, all right, cool. And I remember seeing it and not like going, yeah, that's cool. And then they made a sequel. Cause I was like, of course, that's what they're going to do. They're going to make a sequel and it didn't do well. I never saw it. Did you see the sequel? Yeah. And was it bad or? It's different. It's people really don't like it. And he's like yeah. pretty much homeless Michael Myers. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, so it didn't do well on IMDb. I don't know if it made any money, but you know, so they're like, fuck it. Let 10 years go by and we're not going to remake it as opposed to try to do a proper sequel. You're, you're bringing it back to life. So you're remaking it in a, in some aspects, but yeah. It isn't a remake like like the Rob Zombie. It is a sequel. Well, whatever the fuck it is, it worked because it opened <laughs> at seventy seven fucking million dollars. So that guy. is a this guy. huge turnaround. Look at that setup on a ten million dollar budget. Um, so yeah, I mean, oh, it for Michael Myers. So yeah, I guess so. Halloween, it works. People are going out; they don't care, you know. I mean, it did really well. What's crazy too? They're saying this is the biggest month for October because Venom did so well its opening weekend. Yeah, so I think I'm. I think I read that somewhere too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Um, the second highest grossing R-rated horror movie. Too, they said. I wouldn't be surprised. That's a lot of money. Yeah. It did really well too, right? Well, and that's and it's getting decent reviews. It's seven point six on IMDb, so it'll have it's fresh you know, too, I think, right? Fifty percent drop, you know, but it's it'll still make thirty million dollars next week. So yeah, it'll make a million dollars on on a ten million dollar budget. That's that's huge. Two week, I mean, people are still seeing Venom. People are definitely going back and seeing Stars Born or telling their friends that a bunch of people seeing Stars Born. And then this came out, so it had it had competition. The yeah. fact that it would step that was you know, it's pretty good. So, oh, they yeah. Make the Danny, uh, Danny McBride was in Alien Covenant. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where I recognize him from. Oh, okay. But he was just acting in it. He wasn't. Um, right. He didn't have any writing credits. So, but anyways, um, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. they're happy. Yo, are you kidding me? I I don't think they could. I don't think. Do you think they predicted that? Do you think? 
No, that's what do you think? Hundred... What do you think they would have been like? Uh, they would have been just happy. If they would, they would have been fine with thirty million dollars. <laughs> they would have got thirty million because that's usually thirty million dollar that... opening. They would have been cool with that. I bet you. I mean, I'm just guessing. I mean, I don't. You know, obviously, I don't know. And you can actually usually typically kind of find out. Um, On Friday estimates, right? I think they. Maybe. Well, no, they the the studios because they invest so much money in these movies, they almost always sort of have a predictor. They they have like an expectation, and um, and, and they'll literally even before the movie's release, the weekend they'll say it's looking like the studio is you know it's the studio's now changing their mind. It's going to make more, or make less. So um, it that happens. They you know there's so much money involved. They they make big predictions. So. Um, so yeah, that's that's no surprise, um, but yeah, that's big money yeah. for for a second remake. I mean, what did we just watch that was remade, and finally they're like, "All right, we need to stop remaking this because it's not making money." And they Pretty just keep... born into its fourth time being remade. Well, no, I mean it was. I think it was like a science fiction. Maybe it was even the Alien franchise where they're kind of like they're just not making any money. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, or predators, maybe predators. Predators, is another perfect example. Like, why do you keep making this movie? It's the and name, they, it's and they ju- but they don't make they, they money. Make a, they're, I know, but that's the thing. They want to make a franchise that people think they're going to love it, and then when they put it out there, nobody goes sees it. It's like, what the fuck? Nobody goes sees it. But when you do something like, well, you know, horror is a weird genre that kind of a lot of the the traditional rules of Hollywood need not apply. You know what I mean? <laughs> horror, the horror genre is is. People want to go see, have a good time, get some. Yeah, it's it's an a kills. It's a, a totally time. different. Yeah, it's yeah. its own beast. It's its yeah. own. Yeah, yeah. But they have their own conventions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. That's all you need to say. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Fucking own conventions. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Cool. So yeah, check it out, man. It's a perfect, perfect uh, time to watch it this October. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, no worries. So, well, do we go into the extra credit from three thousand years ago? When was it? When did we pick it? When was that? Halloween two was. I think it was nineteen eighty one. No, when we, when we when we selected it. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, it was three weeks ago. So three episodes ago, Tony. When was it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, yeah, people, Tony's still here. He's alive. Say something, Tony. This episode is brought to you by Foot Deodorant. Y'all got them (laughs) thanky-ass feet. Make sure you swipe your feet. We should should get some, like, sponsorships going on, you know? We should. I'd totally sell out. You would? Oh, yeah, in a heartbeat. To make money? For what? Fucking A. What product would you sell? Anything they wanted me to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't care, huh? Fucking give a goddamn. I'd sell oh, fucking Republican car seat covers. I don't give a goddamn. Oh, I, I, Tony needs to get paid on this fucking podcast. Tony. <laughs> Just one ad, right? Come on down, man. Get your certified Denalo t-shirts, eh? <laughs> I mean, Tony, how much money would we have to make per podcast to pay you minimum wage. Oh, jeez. 
to do <laughs> to do the editing to yeah, host the that. site to upload it yeah i mean we'd have to bring in you know 100 bucks a month right <laughs> i mean he told, he told me the laughs he gets every week is this is payment enough he told that's me. payment enough yeah, yeah, every, so much joy. yeah yeah i fucking believe that <laughs> Uh, that right, Tony? I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, yeah, I said that all the laughs you get every weekend—it's it's, it's enough payment for you. You mean none? All the joy you get. I get no laughs. I don't you get no people, laughs. I don't make people it's laugh. No love, and I thought you knew it. Right, <laughs> 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 oh, Tony. You get a laugh. You get like solid laughs, like. <laughs> Two or three times a year. like two yeah. or three times a year. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's the goal, Harley. Who can make Tony laugh first? Oh, you make me laugh. I oh. thought you were saying I'm Every, getting no, you. You just you laughing to laugh to the, at all? Yeah. Whether you make us laugh or you laugh or you heard something that makes you laugh. Anything. Shit, I get that for free on my own. I don't need because I laugh all the fucking time. There you go. I don't. I don't. I don't. We don't believe that. Yep. That's not true. Nope. It's totally not true. I hate everything. <laughs> when you're hiking, are you laughing? When you're all up in that heat, all the uh-huh. way up top? Are you having a good time? Uh-huh. They're lifting 375. He's like, mm-hmm. are you smiling? Regular joker the right there, yeah. <laughs> I saw the picture. You did not look like you were laughing. <laughs> yeah, that vein was about to pop out of your forehead. Yeah, well, it would be too if you were picking up that much fucking weight. <laughs> I know. I was like, thank you, man. Knees busting or back breaking. She looks scary. Yeah, what are those? Pl- what are those plates, Tony? They're huge plates. They're bumper plates. They're just meant to. They're so that you can drop the weight and it just bounces off the ground. And oh, okay. Making a dent. Gotcha. So they don't weigh a whole lot. No, they still weigh. They oh. they weigh forty five. Like the thick ones are forty five. The thin oh, ones are okay. tens. The blue yes. one was forty five, but that's a Olympic weight. Like it's. Hmm. It's an Olympic bumper weight versus just a you know, garage gym type bumper weight. Interesting. Yeah, we just have the big metal plates that are real thin. Right. Yeah, you, you don't want to. You can't be throwing them around. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that when you want to just drop them like ah. That oh, I, dude, I tap them when I do reps, and they go clink. <laughs> <laughs> so I can imagine dropping Bang weight. Yeah. That's a scary, almost as scary as Halloween too. Oh, when I and when I put up a bench press, you know, the bar hits the the back of the bench press thing, dude. That's a huge noise too. So, but anyways, that's your credit, Tony. Did you watch anything? No. Not did sure. you Did you watch Halloween too? Yeah. What did yeah. you think? I did watch it. Um, do, you, do you remember it? Yeah, I'm trying to remember it. <laughs> you remember it immediately. In fact, they, they even recapped the first one. Right when it starts, it's recapping the, the events from the first one, and it immediately goes into the second one. Yeah, I remember that taking that. I remember, like, this looks really familiar. This must be from the first one, and they just picked up right where it left off, which was cool. I don't remember that many movies that do that. I was trying to think back times they do that. I think, I think that's rare. It yeah. is, right? And, and the best yeah, part yeah, is that so. it's like it just starts there. It doesn't like intro. There's no like title credits. That's just like just jump in. Yeah. 
Oh, you get tower credits. That's awesome. I don't remember. Oh, that was seeing reminded me of the new one. They did another cool one with the pumpkin and the fonts and the music. Mm. Tradition from the first and the second one. It's really cool. Well, they, the pumpkin starts opening up the skull in part two. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, I must have missed that. Try in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, did, we got, we, did, we got did, you find yourself, did you find yourself programming to this movie? I wish there was. Oh. It's not that bad. I, no, it's not. It's not that bad. But I was like, eh. <laughs> Tony just hates horror movies. He just doesn't want to watch any horror movies, especially in October. So we get it. It's fine. It's. But I was saying this one, like I said, it starts immediately right off from the first one. We got Lord, we got Jamie coming back and Donald Pleasance um, coming back. He's like, you don't know what death is. Just runs away. He's, <laughs> he's kind of a... <laughs> I love that shit, man. He's I kind of every time. funny. He's almost a funny character, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, he's just obsessed. He just wants to fucking get my, you know, even yeah. uh, Charles. I Sider, saw him get Sheriff up. Brackett. I saw him get up. I yeah. shot him six times. I shot him six times. <laughs> even the cop, even Sheriff Brackett's like, there's no way you, you fucking played six slugs in him. There's no way. You must have missed. I told you I shot him six times. Like, <laughs> there's no way. But when he's in front of the house, like, you let him out. Yeah. It's another classic line from that movie. But yeah, no, it immediately starts off. And then uh, I don't think she was. It's funny. She's headlined in the movie, but she's not really in it that much. She's notice. not in Jamie. it much at all. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. I wonder if, if that was um, sleeping in a bed. Or... And yeah, that's, that's an easy payday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah she anybody like, remembers a terrible wig in it too? Just go right ahead and say it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even movie. notice. I didn't even pay okay. attention. Notice okay. that. But she gets in there. She's in the hospital, and it, and the movie takes place in just pretty much in the hospital, which is also another um, interesting take too. When you have a movie just in one setting, you know. And um, well, they kind of. I remember reading something that's claimed that, and I was like, "There's a there's quite a bit that takes place out of the." You know, it's in the parking lot. There's obviously the the sort of car chase scene. Um, so it's not all. It's not like the entire it's not film. All, but I'm going to say it's yeah. a lot of it, though. But yeah, yeah, yeah agreed. It's funny, too. We also, in the very beginning of the hospital, we get to see what would happen if you do bite into a candy and there's a razor in it. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Did you did yeah. you see it? And it's I like, did uh, notice that. I, yeah, okay. I had to rewind it. Yeah, I, I thought it was an ice cube. I thought she was trying to cool his mouth. And when the and when the light hits it, you see a fucking you razor. It's a razor. Right yeah. You're like, oh my yeah. gosh, oh, it's so gives me chills. So yeah, you see that going in there, right? You get to see in the hospital. You get to yeah. see all the zany characters of the nurses and doctors. You know, take care of her. And in this one, Michael Myers is not played by Nick Castle. He's actually played by <laughs> stuntman Dick Warlock. Which I had the pleasure of meeting over at the convention. He was just the sweetest guy, the nicest guy. In fact, when we were leaving Islands, he was sitting at the booth next next to us. I'm, I'm sure I mentioned the story, already, but it was just so cool, like just to talk to him. Um, but he just had a different take. I love the mask in this one. Um, it looks a little different. His movements a little different too. Um, he the- has a lot of screen time yes. in this one, and I feel like. I don't remember him having so much screen time in the first one. Well, here's the thing, because on this one, they wanted to mirror the um, what Friday the 13th did. and Because uh, after the first Halloween, there was a bunch of other movies that came out after that. And the studios were like, see, we, that's what we need. We need more boobs, more blood, more kills, more brutal. If you notice in the first one, the kills aren't that, you know, they're not that bloody. They're not that Yeah. Perfect. So they wanted to mirror that of the Friday the 13th and all their kills. So if you notice how much more bloodier and brutal this one is, that's why. It's, again, influence from producers. Like, hey, we need to do this. We need to do that. 
John was like, we don't really need to do that. But again, it wasn't directed by John. So he yeah. like, wrote the characters and everything. So um, it looks great too. Cause Dean Cundy, the fucking DP of DPs worked on it. So it looks, it looks gorgeous as well too. So I always think that. Some of the special effects I, I, I was a little disappointed in. And then I was thinking, yeah, 1981, like, but I was like, hey, it's pretty, I mean, when did, uh, when did the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise take off? Gosh, I'm going to say this would keep me, I want to say 1984. Don't quote me, though. Mm, I'm going to pull that right in front of me. Let me see. Nightmare on uh, 1984. You're right. Good call. Good call. So, yeah, I guess maybe, maybe just the special effects at the end of the 70s, early 80s. I mean, like the scene with the girl and the hot water. I was like, ugh, that was boring. Like it just, I, I don't know. It felt, it felt lazy. Not lazy. It just didn't feel. Real well, the face and the makeup, it's not doesn't look like she. I mean, it, if they did like if it was later on, that face would have been melted off. It would have seen. A yeah, exactly. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like like time. Robocop. Robocop. Right, exactly. You think of the homeboy being melted? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like that's what I was like expecting <laughs> to see. College boy, or something. Yeah, 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 like, homeboy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It'd have been like that, right? Should be like that. That's um, what I was looking for, and I, uh, you know, I was like, she had a great rack. And she, none of know, the, none thing. of the, none of the kills are that good. But again, they were, they were they were getting sex, right? They were doing it, right? They were getting it on. That's no, no, nor movies, I, no, no. I hated, I hated the scene where she's in the car. It's at the end mm-hmm. in the parking lot, and the um what's his name and the cops they run to the hospital and she's trying to get their attention but she can't speak she's speechless she's in shock and she can't she can't even move she's or i think she might even be on the ground um and she can't get the she can't she's 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 just like in shock but then all of a sudden, Until when Michael Myers comes out, she's fucking running and screaming and banging on the windows. I'm like, bitch, no, why not. could you do that 10 <laughs> seconds ago? They were fucking trying to get in. I was like, Harley, that's it's, lazy it's worse than writing. That. It's worse than that. She's on the ground. She can't squeak a help. And they walk oh, in the building and the door closes. Then she yells. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Typical horror trope. Yeah, that shit drives me nuts. Though I mean, I, I, I don't want. I, we don't need to get into it because you remember what happened last fucking week. But um, yeah, that shit drives me nuts. Because up until that point, I was like, eh, all right, that's believable. Like I can go with that. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Um, especially because there's, I mean, besides the whole getting shot six times, there's no real supernatural aspect to Michael Myers. You know what I mean? Um, doesn't it be, doesn't it become supernatural? Like as the sequels go on? Yeah. Kind of. Doesn't it get more and more like far fetched kind of thing? Oh, totally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So I felt like this one and the first one, they really, I mean, well, that was the, referred to him as the boogeyman. So yeah, the first one, he literally gets shot six times and he goes down credits roll. So, He's just a bad guy. I mean, he's not. He's he's not Freddy Krueger. You know what I mean? Um, he's not coming back from the dead. You know, he just escaped a fucking insane asylum. He's just fucking. He's a badass. Um, but I think as the the movies, you know, as episode six, seven, eight, nine, sequel, ten, remake, eleven, et cetera, et cetera, um, 
Well, it's funny because in, in part two was supposed to be the end of the story of Michael Myers, and then every other movie was supposed to be a like an anthology. So that's why Season of the Witch happened. But when it did so poorly, that, that's why it's, part four is called the Return of Michael Myers. Yeah, watching the movie, we're like, where the fuck is Michael? Where Myers? the fuck is Michael like, Myers? Him, him on TV in the bar doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, that's why the fourth one's called Return. They had to make him, had to make, bring him back to life. But yeah, yeah. But it's just a boogeyman. He always, you know, coming back. So yeah. Um, you know, he gets gets stabbed in the face, you know, or in the eye with the hang. I mean, you know, he gets he keeps he keeps coming back. Um, but no, this one, like I said, I love the score in this one too. They they change it up as well. Alan Howard and John Carver they change it up, but just enough to have its own unique um, soundtrack. Like uh, some people like to uh, more than the original, which is interesting too. Um, yeah, no, I uh, was just for the fact that Laurie's not in it that much is kind of odd. But I don't know if that's just um scheduling thing or she couldn't be in it. I don't know. Like, but she did reprise the role, which was cool. And so did Donald Pleasant. Well, and uh, here's another one. She is in more Halloween movies than any actor or actress is in any other horror flick. I mean, can you think of any of these franchises, the Friday, the 13th, the night Brown Elm street, Hellraisers? Yeah, I think Heather Langkamp's in three. I want to say Neff Campbell was in three. And uh, let's see, Jennifer Love, you only did two. I know what you did. Um, yeah, I, you're right. I, yeah, I mean, I don't, you can't. I mean, I'll, I'll look at Jamie Lee's IMDb right now because she's in a grip of them. Yeah. One. She's in five, I think. She's in Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> What's <a, laughs> I was going to say, is that a Halloween special? or No, Halloween <laughs> Resurrection from 2002. You might like that one. Harley Stars, Busta Rhymes. Two, three. In the first one, second one, H2O, Resurrection, and then the new one. So four. Five. Four or five. Is that five? Oh, yeah. Oh, she's uncredited. She's a telephone operator in Season of the Witch. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I wouldn't count that as a... Yeah. So, yeah, there's five. I mean, that's a grip. That like, is... that is the face of the the, the franchise. Oh, yeah, she's the original Scream Queen. I mean, remember in the movie Scream, they're talking about her. Yeah, that's right. You know? That's right. As the guy say, when do we get to see your tits? When do we see your tits? It's like, she's a virgin in all the movies. That's why. You don't see her boobs until training spaces or training places. Um, yeah, the... That's a, I love that fucking scene screen. Yeah. Oh, but Halloween too, man. I, I always enjoyed. Like I said, it's too bad they redconned this and all of them, but I love Dick Warlock. Hey, what? What did you say? Redconned? Yeah. That's the term it's called, I guess, when you disregard all the other sequels. Oh. Well, and, you know, there's a part of me that's like okay with that. Like. Well, because the big twist in this one, spoiler, if you guys haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we should uh, talk about that. Yeah. Uh, they say that Laurie Schrode's uh, Michael Bri- Michael Myers' sister. So what's the big problem with that? Who, who People cares? People don't like that. People don't like that. Fuck cares. I just I don't know. It's just a thing. <laughs> that's the like. only thing I like found it. that was interesting. What's that? Like, that's the only thing I found interesting. I like, oh. <laughs> yeah, Tony. I was like, I, I'm not. I'm not that surprised. <laughs> I was just like, well, it would probably save more people if they just let him kill her. Touche. Kind of cold blooded though, Tony. I mean, she's yeah, well, like no, she's got all these other people yeah. dying. Just, just let her die, and and then he'll go away. Like, what's he going to go fishing? Retire? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? He's going to start crossfitting. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be good at it. 
Yeah, pretty strong. Sorry, love. <laughs> what, are you waking up people in the house? Yeah, I'm loud. Yeah. Fucking scream. <laughs> Fucking yeah. get crossfitting? I feel like it max more than you, Tony. What? I feel like Michael Myers could max more than you. Deadlift, oh, yeah. you know? I mean, dead. I mean, Jesus Christ, what else you got to say? <laughs> exactly. The master at it. Yeah. Uh, booking, man. Shit. yeah, solid dollar for me, Halloween too. I'd buy that for a dollar. Tony, I'll let you be the waste of time. Yeah, it's a waste of my time. That would be a waste of time. I'm torn. I have a, I have a hard time with this one. I, it's it's early enough where I kind of give it a pass. It it doesn't doesn't bother me so much. Um, and I and I actually found myself being entertained um, through a majority of it. And then someone uh, smoking weed in, in the office in the break room. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I just had. I just, I, I just kind of like was like, yeah, it's it's fine. I kept giving it a pass. I kept kind of just going, yeah. Donald Pleasance is really a fun character. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, he he's in a, a lot of them as well too. He's in four of them. Oh, okay. So that's he interesting. died in after after uh, Prince of Pataka on the fifth one. Yeah. Um, so you get to see a little TNA. So you know, I'm sh- I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad um, at you, you know, yeah. and so yeah. I mean, ironically, Jamie Lee Curtis is like the she's the least reason to watch this movie. Um, you see a lot of the bad guy, you know, which is um, cool. I mean, in the sequel, right? You want to, you want to go yeah. bigger, better. better yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I get that. Um, and so in a lot of ways, it doesn't fall victim to the sequelitis. And in a lot of ways, I like what it does by picking up where the first one starts off. It really mm-hmm. is sort of like, you know, you could easily play these movies back to back and have just a little, uh, what is it, uh, in between, a little break. What do they call those? Uh, intermission. An intermission. Yeah, a little intermission between it. It's an hour and a half long. I'm sure the first one's not much longer than that. Fucking three hours of Halloween. Like, I could, eh, you know, especially if it was on a big train or something like that. So, um, you know, it's definitely got the tropes. Um, it doesn't do anything original. But it is the original, at least you know, I mean, this one came out even before the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Well, yeah, even I mean, that's started. what they're saying. Yes, they, yeah, this one started the whole. This one genre, started those tropes, sure. and and so you wouldn't have a Jason, you wouldn't have a Freddy. Exactly, Freddy. exactly, and so you know, and they they did. I don't have any problems with the whole making it more of a slasher as opposed to the first one being more of a thriller. Sure. Yeah. And so I didn't have any problems with any of that writing except for those like cheesy tropes like me and Tony discussed. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, truth be told, it is a dollar. Yeah, I'll give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Speaking of Robocop. <laughs> yeah, that's shit. <laughs> now let's see. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Here we go again. All right, <laughs> so I need to start this up and then fast forward it to... Oh, that, to the second portion of the call. The and they made this call two weeks hey, ago. Hey, bad right. boys. What's up with you? And I think the bad boy Fonzo, well, he gonna give it a dollar. I feel like it's Jamaican. <laughs> I feel like... I, I, you know... I think if even if he claimed it wasn't Jamaican, I'd still coach him. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I don't care. Yeah. We're, uh, yeah. It's it's Jamaican. Jamaican me crazy. On to the Halloween 
two. Not the first Halloween. Not the duo. The second. <laughs> I should clarify and read. <sighs> Fuck it, man. This is Donaldo all round. Oh! Oh! Dollars for everyone. Bad boys for life, man. That's totally Jamaican. I was gonna say, if that doesn't prove it right there, it has to be. Okay, so, um. Oh, the fuck? So, That's, it's a thing now. It's, it's, it's been a thing. So Fonzo and Harley gave it a dollar, so he gets those points. He does not get the Antonio zero, and he's not going to get a bonus point for the action. Because I week? gave it to him last week. So he's only going to get two points. But that's still, he's in a strong lead right now with 15 points. So Booyah. Booyah, Shaka. Hey y'all, calling in the homework. Yeah, on Halloween 2 for the extra credit. Fonso's gonna give it to Dala. Harley's going to give it a piece of shit because he had to uh, deal with Christina who's very upset right now. So you guys gotta fix that. <laughs> oh no! She used that as her, oh, decision making pro, oh no. <laughs> oh, that's too much. That's oh, too, too bad. Man. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't rate movies based on what my wife says. Okay, let that be known. Just let me get started on Jesus Christ Superstar. He's a bad boy. <laughs> MCP. MCP is going to give it a waste of time. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Uh-huh. <laughs> what accent was that, Harley? Uh, Eastern Indian, which. Okay. I'm not sure if if that was so. Okay, so she did give Tony's waste of time, right? Right. Yeah. Did she give? She got your dollar. Yep. Okay. Now is that a different accent than last week? Loses a. Did she give? She. I must have gave her a point for last year's last week's accent. Yeah, Yeah, bad Samaritan. I gave her a dollar. Right, but is this a different accent than bad Samaritan? Yeah, this one was adorable. I don't know. Hey y'all, calling in the homework for this week. So on, uh, bad Samaritan Halloween two for the extra credit on Halloween two for the extra credit. Fonso's gonna give it. Yeah, that's two different accents. Yeah, yeah, okay. So she cool. gets a bonus point for the accent. Good job, good job. Good job. Good year, yeah, good call. Okay, so she got three points, so that brings her up to 13. Ooh. Big baller over here. Damn, coming at you. Playing the win. The one that, you know, the person scores the most points, Harley. Rumor has it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I know this one. They win? There you go. Check out the big brain on bread. Brain on bread. He's a small motherfucker, that's right. <laughs> What's going on, bad boys? Speaking of Michael Myers, I'm going to under the microphone. Give it a dollar. Right. Yep, that's an iron. Tony, Fonzo, Harley, all three of you give it a dollar. Uh, Halloween 2. Uh, you just clap? Fonzo. Yeah, what the fuck was that? What was that? I'm not sure either. We'll give it a dollar. And then Tony and Harley would give it a waste of time. So, yeah, those are my picks. Uh, yeah. Bad boys for life. Bad boys for life. Mon. <laughs> a lot of mercy. So, wait, was that hollow? I'm confused. So, he only got one point? Yep, just one point. Because he said Fonzo was going to give it a waste of time? No. No, I give it all. 
Oh, so he got that dollar. He said both of you are going to give it a waste of time. Oh, so he gets two points. Oh, that's right. Tony gave it a waste of time. My bad. And no accent. No accent, though. So he gets two points, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> okay. I think I'm so... not keeping points in all of my bad. You <laughs> got screwed. That brings him up to 10. Okay. Oof. What's up, D? Yeah, it's not that's that strong. fucked him up, that's why. Yeah. That week. Last week. All right, here we go. Last one. Hey, what up, eh? This is it's a dollar. Hey, metal. Fucking Fonzo. He is certified to Naldo. So that's a dollar for all the bad boys. <laughs> Extra credit time brought to you by freaking Fonzo in the spirit of the season. Halloween 2. And right off the bat, why are we going to fuck around? He gave it a Slater. I'm doubling down on like, Engine. Oh. Damn it. That's a perfect time. Oh, man. Who always forgets to double down? I am bringing the heat and double down. Boom. Harley, I'm going to say he liked it. I'm going to say I don't think horrors is like big thing. I I don't think he gave it a Slater, even though you guys all fucked us up last week with all your movie reviews. I'm going to say he (laughs) gave it a dollar and MCP. I'm going to say he gave it a waste of time. But our recap, Fonzo, Slater, Double Down, Harley, a dollar, and everything a waste of time. Take care, guys. Damn. Damn. Got if he, if, no, he only got one because he loses a point for the Double Down. Uh, and there's no accent. Mm. If he'd only given you... Well, he was so confident with the Slater, that's why he... If he gave you that dollar, he would have had four points instead of two points. Damn. You Thanks can't... For, Thanks for reminding you, me. You cannot double down unless you know. Absolutely. 100%. Hey, he con- you, heard, you heard the confidence in his voice? He, got him. he just knew. I know it. I he know thought it. he knew. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, he was playing and with if you. if you don't know, now you know. Exactly. Yeah, that's too bad. I know. I was close. Yeah. Oh, were you close giving it a slater? Mm. Oh no, I'm saying he was he was close to getting a four oh, points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I done that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. That's it. Thanks for playing. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. This round that was on two weeks ago, but we should have brand new calls this week. Yep, we yeah, do. I think so. Did yeah. There we do. Say we that do. again. All four. Okay, cool. Awesome. Who chose it? Yeah. So, uh, uh, so yeah. Um, uh, Chris has been complaining that she never gets to pick a fucking movie, and I told her, well, she needs to listen to the podcast. Um, and so I don't remember how this came about, and uh, I said, fine, I'll let you pick something, and she was like, something, something, and she was she was actually really afraid that I wasn't going to to go with it. Um, and cause she said musical, I don't do musicals. Um, and then she said, Jesus Christ, superstar. And I was actually immediately like, actually, I'm okay with that because, and I was talking to her about it earlier in the week. Uh, Tony and I, we like these sort of religious, um, you know, stories. Um, whether you, whether the movie believes in Christianity or believes the story is true. 
you know, a uh, big fan, obviously, of Book of Eli, and and there's a couple others that can't that I, I can't think of right now off the bat. But, um, uh, you know, Tony, Tony, stop me if I'm speaking for you, no, you, you uh, incorrectly. But, um, so I actually was kind of looking forward to seeing this. Um, you know, she kind of claimed it was like a like a '70s almost disco-y musical version of the story of Jesus. So I was like, sure, whatever, you know, I'll try it. And so I, I got a copy of it and then I didn't realize that I downloaded and we watched, we watched it. And it was actually before the podcast last week, the 2018, um, live version of it. It's a theater performance, which I immediately found myself entertained by it it's uh the music pieces were very cool it was all live music done for the theater performance it was done for tv so it had a very good cinematography for a theater performance and it's got a 7.8 on imdb which ironically is higher than the the 73 version that we watched um yesterday and today and um i immediately found myself interested in the lyrics to the sound to the to the to the music or to the to the songs and i enjoyed quite a bit i'd say about two-thirds of the music i really liked it's it's upbeat a lot of horns a lot of you know again sort of disco-y kind of thing um and and it's sort of this sort of uh interpretation i think is probably the best way to put it um of the the story of the last couple days of jesus christ so um and I amazingly had a blast with it. Um, the the kids watched it with us; they liked it. Um, Chris is a huge fan. She's she's seen it a dozen times, and um, uh, it was interesting. We watched the 2018 version last week, and uh, I was like, "Man, I gotta watch." When we watch the 73 version, I'm gonna watch it with subtitles because I have to hear. I got to hear the exact words that they're saying. Cause it's like when Judah starts singing, um, it's, it's intriguing. It's very interesting to me. Um, the lyrics, because you got to remember the lyrics were written in 1971, you know, um, these aren't excerpts from the Bible. These are interpretations of, of to, to make it rhyme and in, in songs. And so, um, I had a blast with it. Um, it's not a movie in the sense of like most traditional movies. So it doesn't, you know, so the first, second, third act kind of thing. Um, and so, you know, unless you kind of know what to expect, um, you kind of get bumped or, or not be interested in it. But, um, like I said, the kids watched it and they had a great time with it. They, they were all singing the songs and humming the songs, you know, all day. So, um, yeah, I had a good time with it. Tony. Nope. I did not. <laughs> like I like, I like uh, interpretations of biblical events that have different ways that different explanations. Like it's not it, what was written, but this could have influenced why it was written this way, type thing, or different ways to interpret it. Like the you know Constantine type thing, and so so I do enjoy sure. that kind of stuff. This is just like a retelling of the fucking Bible, and I'm like, no thanks. It's like thanks, but no thanks. But no thanks. Yeah, it was. 
I, I couldn't get into it. I wasn't digging the music. I, I didn't like having to read <laughs> the, the lyrics. I was, nope. I was, I was not entertained. Oh, see, and I thought you'd be, I thought you'd, you'd go along with, with sort of following along the story kind of thing. Cause for me, like, I just had a blast with that. Like, um, how Judah, you know, and I'm not familiar with, with the actual story. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's, it's all, um, it's all new to me. I mean, you know, some of the basics of Mary Magdalene and stuff like that. And I knew there were 12 apostles, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, I didn't really know the whole story of Judas and stuff like that. And, and, and how the Jews were the one that kind of betrayed him. And then the Roman guy, he didn't really see Caiaphas or whatever the fuck. Palladi. Like, I, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that story. And, uh, and to okay. me, it's interesting. And so I think that's part of the reason why I enjoy yeah. it. Because it's for me, it's kind of the first, you know, sort of telling of that story. But it's also sort of a modernized version of that. You know sure. what I mean? And so, um, and I had a blast with the music. Like I enjoyed the music. Like I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna download me a copy of the soundtrack and we're gonna <laughs> listen to it in the car. Like I had a blast with it. Like um, a lot of it's upbeat, very poppy, especially for the period. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's too bad you didn't care for it. Yeah. Fonzo, what did you think? Oh, I um this for the new listeners that uh, weren't aware that uh we get a we get a one pass a year. Mm. So I uh I ended up using my hard pass for this one. So everyone gets one point from me cuz I didn't review it. So I, mm-hmm. No way in hell I'm going to watch this fucking thing. <laughs> Look, not interesting at all. To musical to religion, I was like, fuck that. <laughs> it's just like it was like nails on the chalkboard. I was like, no, thank you. You didn't even want to like even try to start watching. I it? put I put five minutes of the one with John Legend. I'm like, oh. no, that's a that's not a movie. That's a theater performance. Nah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, that's totally the movie's even older. So like seventy three. I'm just like, nah. Well, I, the movie's like filmed there in Israel. In Jerusalem, and it's like filmed on like ruins, like you know, thousand year old yeah, ruins, yeah. which is really, which is neat to watch. Not interested. Um, not interested. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, you're on your own, pal. Yeah, no, I had a great time with it. I, I mean, this like <laughs> this could be this is a borderline. Like, I, I would, oh. I would, I would happily watch wow. this movie again. Like if we watch this once a year. I'd be totally fine with it. It's fun. Like it's, I mean, you know, it's not a movie that I'd watch. It's, you know, you sit down, you kind of play it, you listen to it. I mean, part of it's just, it's like a, it's like, Are a, like a, meant to be watched. Well, yeah, but it's like, it's, <laughs> no, fair enough, but it's a musical and every sure. word in the movie is sung. There's no dialogue that gotcha. isn't sung. So gotcha. if you're not, you know, if you're not familiar with that concept, then yeah. you're not going to, you know, this one's yeah. not for you. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, personally, I, I, I had a great time. So, um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I would give it a high dollar. Um, I'd buy that for a dollar. But i pleasantly surprised. Like, I I didn't know. I, You know, but, yeah, I had a great time with it. Sorry, but sorry that you guys didn't. <laughs> Oh, I had a good time not watching it. I'm good, homie. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Bonzo's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Thanks for asking. 
Uh, yeah, like the the only the only interesting part of that I that I found was the idea that he's a superstar, and like the way it was it was filmed the, as a modern theater group doing a reenactment of it. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought that was interesting. Um, especially the way they they ended it, and then the the last you know one of the last songs in there was specifically calling it out yeah yeah, you know, yeah. the idea that if he's just you know if he's he's he was um like a modern like a kanye west or something of jerusalem back in the day you know well and so star. The, that's the interest yeah it's a very good point and and the movie never says yes or no that he's the son of god right it it references that, and even Jesus himself won't say, they say, you're the king of the Jews. He goes, that's mm-hmm. what you say. You know, so he's almost denying the divinity. Mm-hmm. And um, I was trying to really look into those subtle differences or, or the lyrics because I was like, is it is the movie really embracing the story and claiming that it is true that Jesus was the son of God? And I would even argue, I would argue, you know, that it's not, that they're not, that they recognize these are just stories that were told to create a religion or more or less to control people. And Jesus was just a man who got in too deep <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end there, he was like, fuck, what did I get myself into? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, you know, so if any, and, and, you know, when this movie came out, a lot of Christians came out against it. A lot of people, um, uh, what's the word when they, they, um, uh, my brain's not working the last couple of days. Sorry. Um, you know, don't, don't go see this. Um, don't go buy this. Don't go do this, um, with the signs and shit. Come on, people help me out. Um, listen, when you, Get up in arms to not do something. Protest? uh, Protest, thank you. There's a lot of people protested this movie when it came out. A lot of Christians. Um, Because at face value, it kind of comes off as just being a telling of the Bible stories. But if you listen to the lyrics very closely, it it raises the question of whether that was, in fact, the case. That was kind of interesting. So. But yeah, yeah no, but, I, I but had a great time with it. Not interesting enough. That no. would be I gotcha. a waste of time. Laney was so like Fonda ready to started... give it a pile of shit. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh, fuck that movie. Yeah. So did she? No, did she not... listen to it all the way through? Hmm? Huh. Not all the way. She wasn't there for the whole thing. But the parts that she oh, was, okay. she was like, she walked out. Yeah. So, um. For our listeners, you know, because since Fonzo did the pass, but when we came up with the idea of a yearly pass, um, we weren't doing the game yet. So for the game, um, if anybody did guess for Fonzo, they automatically get a point. Yeah. And anybody who didn't guess, they get a point too. (laughs) We're going going Oprah with this one. You're going over. Everybody gets a car. 
Well, that that gives people a better chance of getting the bonus point for getting all three right. Exactly. Ah, good point. I think that's kind of the the important point or the reason for that. Mm-hmm. So cool. sounds good to me. All right, play all right. it. So here we go. Hey, what up, bad boys? This is your homeboy Art calling with this week's homework, which fucking Harley wife chose and busted his balls, and now Harley's got to do everything his wife says, and he picked <laughs> some fucking movie. <laughs> Called Jesus Christ Superstar. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm glad I'm not going to watch this shit like you guys have to. I'm going to have to, I hear you, you want to hear musicals, and I know Grease is a musical from the 70s, but this is like totally 70s out just from the fucking uh, trailer. Uh, I can see why everyone fucking didn't like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to limb and say that my homeboy fucking Bonzo gave it a pile of shit. I'm doubling it down. <laughs> <laughs> He's lucky. It's, it's that essentially just lucky now because he gets a point when he should have lost. You'd be wrong though. Yeah, if I would have watched it, he would have been right on. Yeah, actually, you're, that's a good point. You, so, sorry, oh, I win. Extra points. Yeah, you do. You robbed him of a point. I'm yeah. sorry. Right. Trying to win this fucking money. We're not playing for money, but you know what I mean. I'm gonna say MCP. I'm gonna say AMCP gave it a waste of time. He probably found something in it, even though it is over uh, ten years old. He he's gonna give it a, a dollar. I said he's gonna give it a dollar. No no no. Wait, I thought you MC... just said a waste of time. What the fuck? Make up your mind. I know. Change. He gives it a waste of time because he hates old movies. I forgot. MCP gives it a dollar, and Harley's wife. Wait, what the fuck are you saying? He, Art? He's gonna give uh, it a, a dollar. MCP gave it a waste of time. He probably <laughs> found something in it, even though it is over uh, ten years old. He he's gonna give it a, a dollar. I said he's gonna give it a dollar. No no no. Fuck it. MCP gives it a waste of time. It made it longer because Tony rewinded it two or three times and then he had to change his mind again. It's like a teenage girl. Yes, no, no, yes, maybe. I don't know. This is the best part. He told movies, I forgot. He gives a dollar. (laughs) Oh, that's great. He just said. Wait, I'm I'm confused. He, at the last he, minute, he changes it again. Listen, I think that's a, like a a verbal typo. He did not mean to say that I gave it a dollar because he says he I hate not. old movies. Right. And, and then it, he realized he quit. It, really, quit I think really yeah, really and he was just talking so fast. He said dollar, right. but I'm pretty sure he meant waste of time because it doesn't. Well, make and then sense. he and then he clarifies a waste of time at the end. Exactly. But he doesn't. He, he says did. a dollar. He said waste of time at the end. No, he just said a dollar. And Harley's no. wife, I'm oh going to say AMCP gave it a waste of time. He probably found something in it, even though it is over uh, 10 years old. He He's going to give it a, a dollar. I said, he's going to give it a dollar. No, 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 fuck it. MCP gives it a waste of time because he no, hates listen. old movies. I forgot. MCP gives it a dollar. And- <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm confused. I think I'm going to have to go with whatever rating he gave most. What the hell happened there, Mike? Does he say waste of time or dollar more? Whichever one he says more. No, he gave it, he said waste of time. That was, like I said, a verbal typo. 
he accidentally said a dollar, but he's just because he's talking so fast. Because I, he says, I want to yell, Art, no points. No points. <laughs> wow. Oh, Art, man. you need to fucking work that shit out before you call. Um, <laughs> that was unbelievable. We're going to give you the point this Who's time. Fucking whiplash, um, man. But my head hurts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. You broke Harley. Oh, All right, let's see what he thinks about Harley. And Harley's wife is going to give a dollar, and Harley's going to put in that vote for his wife because she loved it. He gave it a dollar. So I'm going to say Harley gives a dollar because uh, his wife pressured him into it. And uh, just, uh, I guess there's an, another guy kind of joins the show or the contest. Uh, I'm sorry, the white boy quota is filled. We got like a real OG white boy from fucking uh, New Zealand. I mean, that's <laughs> white as white. Can't get no white than that. I mean, I. Uh, we got the imitation white boy in Harley. So uh, sorry, Josh. Uh, maybe uh, find some other podcast. Kick rock. Later, guys. He literally tried to kick off a potential listener. <laughs> there's there's four people that watch this, listen to this show. Uh, none of them, none of them are white. <laughs> uh, oh, like the contestants Jesus. trying to make the rules. I love, so it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, he had, he had an inner conflict. He was battling himself. So, I don't know if I should give the guy one point or four on, points or what the fuck. Yeah, I give him. Yeah, I give him all four points. That was incredible. <laughs> it's like that's no, incredible. He gets a point. Yeah, I mean, point. he, he, he gets the it. point for Fonzo. He, he gets, gets the point. You. He gets my point without a doubt. I don't know what the fuck he said for MCP. I don't know. Tony's ruling I mean, that he gets that point, so it's, it's I guess like, I'll give it to him. Uh, the last thing he said was a dollar. So are we going by technicality that that's where hey, I'm not A. Hey, that's up to Harley. He's a point master. Right. So that's that's the thing. Like the last word he said was dollar. Play it again. Play it one more time. Play it one more ah, time. Shit. Oh, I'm, I'll make I'm gonna make a ruling. Okay. All right. I don't want to. Hey, what do up, it. bad boys? Totally seventies out just for uh, I could see why everyone fucking didn't like it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and, I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm going on a limb and say that my homeboy, fucking Bonzo, gave it a pile of shit. I'm doubling it down. Gotta win. Trying to win this fucking money. We're not playing for money, but you know what I mean. I'm gonna say MCP. <laughs> I'm gonna say MCP gave it a waste of time. He probably found something in it, even though it is over, uh, 10 years old. He he's gonna give it a, a dollar. I said he's gonna give it a dollar. No no no, fuck it. MCP gives it a waste of time because he hates old movies. I forgot. MCP gives it a dollar, and Harley's wife. He says MCP <laughs> gives it a dollar. Oh, he says, dollar. "Listen yeah. to this, motherfucker." I count it. Uh-huh. He says a dollar three times and a waste of time two. Oh shit! And the last thing out of his mouth was a dollar. Yep. So while maybe the spirit was a waste of time. He does not get the point. No points. No rep. No points. Whew, brutal. Unbelievable. He still ends up with two points. That was brutal. And I, I, I almost give him a bonus point for the accent. The crackhead <laughs> accent. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. Oh, man. Happy son going on that boys happy sunday hope everybody had a good weekend um yeah so let's do it 
Jesus Christ Superstar. I've heard about this movie so many times, but I've never actually seen any footage of it till recently. And uh, <laughs> uh, who puts guns in tanks in a movie about Jesus? But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, no, they were there. Uh, Shot some tanks. I think all three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. So yeah, plain and simple. Oh yeah, bad boys for life. Alright, so two points. There you go. No no points for accents. Okay. Alright. Reed or Angelina, bring it on. Uh that was fifty shit. What did I just play? Here we go. Good evening, young brothers. Before we get to my <laughs> wow. Before the wow, coming with the accent right off the bat. Holy shit, that's bonus points. I wanted to talk to you about the original Crossfitter. <laughs> He's the inspiration for our current fitness program. It's called Crossfit. Y'all didn't hear me. I said it's called Tony's going to play it all over again because I can't understand what the fuck she's saying. <sighs> Holy shit. Speaking, that, speaking the gospel of CrossFit, did you hear it? Hallelujah. Oh, what does that have to do with the movie? <laughs> no, it's fucking great. I don't care. It's more entertaining than the movie. You're right. It is. It is. <laughs> Alright. You want me to start it over or just keep going? Yeah. Yep. Let's start it again. Good evening, young brothers. Before we get <laughs> my pick for the homework, I wanted to talk to you about the original CrossFitter, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the inspiration for our current fitness program. It's called CrossFit. Y'all didn't hear me. I said it's called CrossFit. For just 10% of your hard-earned annual income, we will give you a 100% bona fide, sanctified, mahogany cross to bear on your daily workouts. Now tell me what y'all feeling after the cast. Now, well, here we go. If our brother Fonzo doesn't go up in flames while he walks this moving, he and MCP will get it. A waste of time. Forget it. That's all right. That's all right. We gonna keep praying for y'all. Now the Holy Ghost moved Brother Holly to pick this movie. So he gonna give it a dollar. Wait, was that like a racist? Don't forget So he gonna give it a dollar. Now the Holy Ghost moved Brother Holly to pick this movie. So he gonna give it a dollar. She's racist. A waste of time, but that's all right, that's all right. We gonna keep playing for y'all. Now the Holy Ghost moved by the You don't have to keep playing it, motherfucker, I heard it. So he gonna give it a dollar. What are you racist to? giving it a dollar. Don't forget to call me. Get y'all brother set up and blessed with some original CrossFit gear. Yes, Lord. I have a blessed evening. Don't forget to call me. That was incredible. That was incredible. That's one of the best accents wow. of the year. That's huge. That's unbelievable. Original, singing, made that, fun of Harley. You hit all my be, sensibilities right there. That might be funnier than the certified Donaldo. That was pretty damn good last week, too. Oh, shit. Damn. 
Damn. That was fucking fantastic. These, shit, they're man. more they're more entertaining than us. I think yeah, so. I agree. I think we should just play them all. Yeah, we should they, just they, they, they just, just take over. Oh. She literally did the entire in yeah. in gospel. Yeah. Gospely. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's brilliant. Oh man. That was way and more entertaining. So than wait, I'm sure. And I correct me if I'm wrong, but you she got all three right. Correct? You're didn't the point she, master. Aren't you paying attention? Well, I can't. Didn't Tony? Didn't she say Tony was going to give it a waste of time? Yeah. Me and Fonzo would give it a waste of time, and you would give it a dollar. Mm-hmm. So she literally got five points. Mm-hmm. Which puts her in the lead, by the way, just in case you're curious. Oh, hey, she has, a, she has a man behind her. <laughs> and the power of Jesus. CrossFit Jesus. Okay, let's hear read. So wait, where is she at? Sixteen? No, she's at eighteen. She got four points. So he needs four points just to take the lead here to get his lead back. Yes, yes, he needs three points to tie, four points to take the lead. Mm-mm-mm. Good luck, Reed. He's gonna double down. You think so? I feel like I... every time I listen to you, oh, random... get the... the what the get in the. Everyone see it. Oh my oh. god! Hold on, let me fix my shit before is... I fall off. This is gonna be, this is incredible. This is incredible. I can't. Everyone's everyone's fucking singing now. I'm so in, fucking talented. I know. Get a read. Let's 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 hear serenaders, my friend. One, two, three, four. I am entertained in ways that all the media can't. Funds would make it bigger. If he liked a man, if Tony fucking if Holly left the fucking chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) We had they had to have written this, right? Oh, like, like they had to have put in time in. Oh. Yeah. Like art, art doesn't. Art puts in negative time. He loses time when he starts recording. He is freestyle. So are you kidding me? He's driving at work. He's just he just he's, calls. He's, like, he's literally like, like he does one take and nails. And it. he he can't. No, he doesn't nail. It. That's the problem. He. <laughs> I don't, hey, says he, my friend. It's a dollar a waste of time. A dollar a waste of time. A dollar. He literally said five different fucking reviews in one movie for one person. So Angelina, she's got a script. Reed has a script. It's like a, oh my God. I I have a hard time following just because. I got to breathe. Yeah. Yeah, This is amazing. Keep it up. Oh, shit. Because I, I tell you what, it's not Tony's stunning personality that keeps me coming back to this goddamn podcast. <laughs> Today, Chris finally gets a say in it. Why'd you choose such a shitty film? Tonight we will rank Jesus Christ, Superstar. Certified waste of time, this film's bizarre. Jesus Christ, superstar. <laughs> C- 
certified waste of time. This film's bizarre. Woo! Oh, God. I picture him at work, too. In one of those houses all by himself, just fucking belting that song out. Oh, that was incredible. Oh, my goodness. I think he wins with the bat- most badass weapons to kill zombies, by the way. I don't know if you saw his videos. But I think he I definitely d- has more weapons for a zombie apocalypse than I do. So I didn't get the chance, but he did get three points, which ties him. Holy wow. Holy shit. Sting off next week. Break the tie. <laughs> oh, it's still relatively early in the season, I too. I mean, that's one, two... How the fuck is that? How did... Do- I just amazed that two, we got two musical, we got two singing voice notes. That was incredible. It yeah. was incredible. And he literally sang the Jesus Christ Superstar theme song. Oh, and, was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remixed it. And they have a fucking the word fucking in it. Well, that's what I'm saying. He remixed it. Oh, that's why I like his better. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That was incredible. That incredible. is incredible. Incredible phone calls right there. You can just hear Denaldo and Art just going, fuck, man, damn. Yeah, they can't, yeah. My homeboy accent threw me over next week, and then bam. I wonder where Angie was. There's no way she was in the closet in the garage. She was built no way. That oh, no, she was She was in front of 60,000 like, people. Was like, she was yeah. a televangelist. Oh, she was like, she was like, yeah. She was dancing around on stage. She was pushing people on their foreheads and making them fall. Uh-huh. Like bowling pins. Like Jesus did in the movie. Oh, really? Straight healing fools. Oh, I wouldn't know. I didn't see. Yeah. That was incredible. Incredible. I don't even know what to say. Just when we thought they couldn't get any better. Phone calls just take it to a whole other level. I would say bonus points for everybody, but that wouldn't be fair. So where are we at right now, point-wise, with everybody? 18 for Angelina and Reed. Art at 12. Donaldo at 12. Highs <laughs> all around. That is that is amazing. That is incredible. The two top right there. We could have a new potential new champion. We could have a returning champion. And the current champion is trailing. Yeah, I mean Yeah, uh Donaldo won and then Art won the last championship. Reed has won a couple. Although it's been a few, it's been a few months. Been a while. Angelina is is the newest. It's up and comer. With that phone call right there. But she is she is showing that she once she's getting the hang of us. Oh yeah. She's 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 obviously listening to the show. She's. That's all it took, you know. Yeah. Glad she stuck it out because I knew when school was coming back it was going to be harder. But look at her, she's killing it. Killing it right now. Outstanding. About that song. And remember, when you fucking make fun of Harley, that's bonus points right there. Oh, don't yeah, go easy she, on him. She's calls, the point master. She calls me the ghost. I'm You're like, the holy ghost. That's racist. Why? I don't think she's referring to you. No, why I you don't. So, why are you so cocky? Why is I'm, it always about you? It's always about me. Relax. It's got to be about me. Take it down a notch, right? Relax, will you? Oh, man, oh, man. Well, thank you guys for calling in again. I don't know. Tony didn't play the theme song in the beginning, so. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. So, um, minus points for Tony. Um, Let's see. Okay, I got homework this week, right? Yep. I'm going to take it all, y'all bitches, because y'all fucking little pussies. (laughs) I want to watch scary movies because y'all scared. 
So this movie says it's leading prime on November 1st. So I want to watch it because I haven't watched it. I've never seen it. I've always wanted to see it. Came out in 1990. It's only 84 minutes. Jeff Speakman, the perfect weapon. A match of Kenpo Karate. Never oh seen it on screen, so let's see. It's only 84 minutes. Relax. It's on I, rec- I think I might have even seen this a long time ago when I was oh, a teenager. You never saw this. Show. No, I'm sure I, if I certainly don't. <laughs> you probably did. Who knows? I don't remember. Came on that genre. Yeah. Goddamn sure. Surprise MCP never saw it. I don't know. The, the cover looks familiar. Yeah. No, I never there saw you it. Go. I don't think he's ever, if he ever did anything else, that might be his claim to fame. There you go. Perfect weapon. Amazon Prime. Check that shit out. If y'all got Prime, y'all can watch it too. Might help you, uh, get an idea of what our, what our, uh, guess will be. Who's got extra credit? I do. And I don't know. I got. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe wanna... you should ask your wife what you should pick, Harley. This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing but love for you, babe. Uh-huh. <laughs> now that we found love, Harley. Now that we found love, what are we going to do with it? Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Find something for the overweight lovers in the house. All right. We're going to call it a... We're going to go back even farther, what you just said. What? We're going to go back even farther. Oh, boy. Than what you said, 1984. Oh, shit. A seemingly indestructible android is sent from the year 2029 to 1984 to assassinate a waitress whose unborn son will lead humanity in a war against the machines. While a soldier from the war is sent to protect her at all costs. We haven't talked. We haven't reviewed Terminator in a long, many, many years. And uh, I certainly haven't gotten a chance to watch it on my big screen. So. Uh, there you go. Any excuse to put on Terminator, huh? Right, right. So. Yeah, I mentioned, yeah. Sir, I mentioned Sarah Connor earlier. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe that kind of inspired me. So. Yeah. Am I going to be able to find a copy of The Perfect Weapon? It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for listening, pal. Appreciate I, it. I did hear Prime, but I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a Prime well, member. Prime. I'm not a Prime member, and so I kind of was like, so, uh, but I'm sure if it's on there, I will I can get a copy of it. Word up. You can be Word. the perfect weapon. I will be the imperfect weapon. Oh, yeah. Booyah. Boom. There we go. Back to some manly picks again. Bad boys. There we go. How was y'all's weekend? What y'all do? Oh, wait. I want, I know what Harley did. I'll start, off, I'll start with mine. I didn't do much. So There you go. What about you guys? Tony? You want to uh, sure. Um, I can't. I'm trying to remember what I did Friday or Saturday. Marijuana fix a memory to him. Huh? See? <laughs> <laughs> no, I could. I just, I just, I clear things out of my head. I'm, I'm just, I'm pretty exhausted from today. Is more, more than anything. 
Um, I finally, finally sat down and like, it's just, I'm like, just like, shit. I shut down as soon as we started the podcast. Um, today was my, um, my Spartan race. So went up to, where the fuck was it? Your what? Spartan race. race? Yes. It's a obstacle course race. Um, it's, it was four miles, 20, 20 some odd obstacles. I don't remember exactly how many. Um, where was it at? It was up like three hours up to five. Um, trying to. It was hot as balls, huh? Uh, it was, it was hot. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Like I imagined if it were in the middle of summer, I would have been dying, but it was, it was tolerable. It was, it wasn't too bad. Um, it was up at Tejon Ranch in Lebec, California. Um, it was the SoCal Sprint. Uh, Spartan sprint um, that we did. Um, I went with my my coach, um, and we had a little team of like six people, and she was taking her mom. It was her husband, um, and a couple other people from uh, the gym. Um, so it was cool. It was it was it was a lot of fun. Um, we were staying as a group and and helping each other out through all the obstacles. So my you know our, we, it took us like. Two hours, two two and a half hours to finish. Um, like the top top time was forty five minutes, um, and we were at like two and a half hours. But uh, it was it was pretty fun. Like just a lot of obstacles. Um, it was one of those like if you don't if you can't do the obstacle, you have to do burpees, thirty burpees. Oh, oh fuck all that. Yeah, thirty yeah, burpees. I hate so burpees. It's a big, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big motivator to not fuck up you know um and there was just you know there were some walls you had to jump over there was some mud pits that you had to run through there was Mm -hmm. monkey bars there was the rings there was some sandbag carries there was uh, like a a hoist thing you had to pull something on a pulley like there was a bunch of there's a bunch of different obstacles Um, you know it's like it feels like Normal people wanting to get a taste of it's like to go through like uh, a boot camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's going through all that physical shit and yeah, it's and, good for uh, you, man. You know. Yeah, I mean, oh, just, I'm a, yeah. I mean, the studies are like I just read about a study on Friday that confirmed like like not exercising is worse than smoking type thing. Well, and I just read an uh, article that said they did some studies that they figured out <clears throat> that there's no such thing as too much. Yeah, the, the, that same so one, they, the upper they, limit. Yeah, so they used to think that you know there was a, a not a bell curve but like a U curve where but there's it doesn't a, exist the right amount, mm-hmm. and they're figuring out that it doesn't matter. Exercise, exercise, exercise. You can't get enough of it. Yep. I mean, you can hurt yourself, obviously. You can injure yourself you know. in an incident. Yeah, but yeah. Long-term. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So but that's the actual... Yeah. So. So, yeah. So, that's, that's how I spent my day. Um, How'd you guys do? Well, I mean, we go? finished. Um, and I guess the, the, the how did I do part of it is that I did all the obstacles. I didn't have to do a single burpee. Boom. Um, so that was pretty fucking cool. MCP. Yeah. Absolutely. Coming at you. He's yeah, a bad boy. <laughs> no fuck around. Fucking no burpees. 
Shit, right? fucking no burpees. You don't sign for burpees. <laughs> so yeah, so that was today. Yesterday. Great exercise though. If you could right. do like a hundred burpees a day, shit. shit, you'd be losing weight in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yep. So that's it. I mean, that was the highlight yeah. of my weekend. Yeah. Did you guys wear the same costumes? I think you guys dressed up as Spartans. Uh, no, no. We took pictures. We had it was we had a uh, double barrel shirts, you know, from our gym. Right on. But that's about it. Nice. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, but we have pictures, so those will go up soon. There you go. Nice, dude. Yeah, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And my my coach definitely was like, as we're out there, she's like, "Look, this is the easy one, but you're coming with me to the next one." I was like, "Okay, mm. coach, <laughs> whatever you say," <laughs> mm. because yeah, she knows me. Like, yeah. like this was this was easy, and it and it was like. I mean, I wasn't winded. I, I didn't. I, I don't even think I broke a sweat. Mm. So, no, I can just hear Art's eyes rolled out of his fucking head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what percentage, um, Tony? And I'm sure you only see a, a, a very small sort of subgroup of CrossFitters, um. What percentage of people that claim to do CrossFit are are not douche douchebags? Like, but you know, like sort of like yourself, like genuine people, like that are just they see it as a uh, you know opportunity to get in shape and and be not just like muscle like bodybuilding, but actual. Uh, athletic, you know what I mean? Like, like life, health, as opposed to I can bench press or, or squat this much. What percentage of CrossFitters fall into that group? I have no idea because I don't interact. I mean, I'm not there all day. I don't. I don't. I don't have uh, a lot of. Um, you know, my sample size is small, but I would. Yeah, that's say... that's kind of what I assumed from what i can tell i'd say the douche percentage is like 25 percent. okay so that's not bad because there's a lot of people that are in it just just to get healthy yeah but i mean 25 out of 100 that's a lot of douchebags sure you know what i mean <laughs> What's the ratio? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I'm 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 trying to figure out if if the cultish uh, stereotype is actually justified or not. You know what I mean? Well, um, you don't. You can be cultish without being a douche, too. It's one of those. That's a good point. Because that's a good, it's, it's a very good point. Yeah. I mean, are you are you are you sipping the Kool Aid? Well, and no, because like my nutrition does not follow what CrossFit lays out. But that's, oh. we've talked about it before. It's like, why does it feel like a cult? And it's because it's got this whole life encompassing rule book, quote unquote. Oh. That, that seems very cool. And it's got the leader, Craig, Greg, Craig Glassman or whatever. He started the whole thing. You know, he's got the, Ooh. so it was like, oh shit. So now there's a cult leader, you know? Like the, oh, there's no. definitely these like parallels with a cult, and oh, so that's I think that's where it comes from. Fascinating. Yeah. What do they suggest you eat? 
What is their um, diet? Oh, it, it's not a bad diet. It's it's good. I mean, it's like Whole Foods, uh, you know, mostly meat, uh, nuts and seeds, and blah blah blah. Like like, oh, like okay, it's right. not bad. You know, like easy on the carbs and that all. The, it's good. It's it's like paleo almost. Um, okay, so it's not a bad nutrition. I just I just do something different. So yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Oh, I know what I did Saturday. I went to Taste of San Marcos. Forgot about that. Um, Is that a restaurant? No, it's a so it's hosted here at a CSU San Marcos, and like all the big um, restaurants and breweries and wineries around the area show up and give samples to people. So it's a so you, just, you just smelled the food, you couldn't eat any of it, <laughs> right? Um, they give you a little like a little, little shot glass, fix like at the, the grocery store. No, they give you a good amount of food though. <clears throat> um, so you go around with your little shot glass and you can get samples of beer and wine and nice. cider. And then, uh, everyone, then, then there's food areas that give you a little plate of whatever the fuck they have. Um, so what was your favorite? Uh, let's, let's see. Um, the surprise was this, uh, a, a, I can't remember. It was like a gyro gyro something. Um, it was from gyro. Gyro? Is that how you pronounce it? Gyro? I think you're right. I think it's pronounced Euro. Euro. Uh, so that was pretty good. They had a they had a chicken and waffle there that did not taste good. I was mm. like, it was a little dry and and uh, yeah. You're it supposed was... to fuck them, not eat them, right, Harley? Mm. There you go. <laughs> fuck them, not eat them. <laughs> Come on Whoops, down, Harley. Bad. Chicken and waffles. Why we fuck them, not eat them. <laughs> Rhode Island Reds, huh? <laughs> Mike drop. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, how do you fuck up? How do you fuck up chicken and waffles though? That's what I was. That's what we were saying. But it was. Kind well, of like you can chicken. fuck up chicken very easily. It was, right, it was no, just... you can, motherfucker. No, care. I didn't say fuck. I said fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, man. No, but honestly, how do you mess that up? It was it was just dry. It was just ah. the chicken was yeah, dry. just overcooked chicken. Yeah, it's overcooked exactly. That's why I don't I don't like buying chicken at restaurants because they always overcook it. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, now I remembered what we did on Saturday, and that was what about the cool. tasty beverages? Yeah. So I didn't taste any beverages because I didn't uh, want to fuck myself up for the race today. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Since I have that over? thing, yeah, like I I can only sleep four hours if I drink. Like I've tested it out before, one drink and I can still only get four hours of sleep. It's fucked up. But what uh, happens? You like wake up four hours four hours in and yes. you can't fall back asleep. Yes. And I wake that's up weird. Four hours later, after no matter doesn't matter when I go to sleep, four one hours beer, later, two beers, three beers, don't matter. Exactly, one beer. It's like it takes twenty four hours for it to get out of my system. But if I, I was like, just gonna say, what's the where's the window? Like, yeah, yeah. If you have no, a seriously. fucking beer at lunch later that night, you can only sleep four hours. I haven't tested it that far. I've had it. I've had oh. um, like a beer for like like in the late afternoon, mm-hmm. and I went to bed around nine, and I woke up in the middle of the night, like one one two in the morning, whatever that. Yeah, one yeah, a.m. or whatever window is. Yeah, whatever the window was. And I was like, now, now let me ask you this: When you woke up at four a.m., did you? pound a bottle of uh you know jack daniels and then you were awake or did you just uh-huh. wake up at four o'clock in the morning and couldn't go back to sleep 
what it, are you saying? Did I drink uh, more never when mind. I woke up? It was a bad up? joke. It obviously didn't go over. So. Wow. <laughs> I got you. He was confused. I, I was making the joke that if Confused at the no end shit. of the at the end of the four hour sleep, did you wake up and then get shit faced and not be able to fall back? Well, to I might sleep? as well. I'm not going back to sleep. It's like I'm awake. It sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's like my yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. Some weird metabolism is, I have for alcohol. That is weird. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I did not taste any of the booze at. Um, the taste of San Marcos. What I did have is a cold brew, which was delicious. Um, but that's it. A cold brew coffee. What's a, what is that? Coffee. It's coffee that's brewed oh. through a cold press as opposed to heat. And it reduces the amount of pretty much the bitter um, parts of coffee. So it, it tastes, oh. it, it, was, it was good. Interesting. It's the yeah. opposite of hot, Harley. It's cold. Well, but I wasn't even sure. Well, you can, you can brew so coffee brewed, hot. And then have it cold, and that's not the same as brewing it cold. Yeah. You could, yeah, have yeah, a, yeah. You could even do a cold brew, brew it cold, and then heat it up, and it still tastes different different than a normal hot brewed coffee. It's a different flavor well, for sure. Like the like uh, the, the, the refrigerated coffees you get, right, at the, at the, mm-hmm. the gas stations. <clears throat> Is that cold brewed coffee no. or is that hot brewed and hot then brewed, refrigerated? Refrigerated. Yeah. See, there are some that, that are cold brewed, but they're they're labeled that way. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, tell yeah, us yeah. how you almost didn't or almost died. It's fucking me, man. I'm so fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> Click. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Earlier this week, I had plans for this weekend. I mean, oh, it was glorious glorious plans so my buddy steve that i do my track days with uh we haven't been able to ride this much this this year this summer um he did this big uh, alaskan tour where he rides up through alaska and back it's called the alcantara 5000 it's this crazy fucking thing he's got money and so he fucking and he's 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 crazy so um he puts more miles on a motorcycle than than we put in a car commuting every day so he he's he's in that case so anyways um uh so we're gonna go for this nice ride about 200 250 miles windy mountain road we're originally gonna do it today on sunday uh and then yesterday we're gonna go down to the dunsmer house we had to do some maintenance on the chimney um so we were going to run a big ladder because we need a big fucking ladder. And then uh, yesterday we we're going to take the kids to the uh, pumpkin patch to get some pumpkins. And honest boyfriend was going to come with us. And then uh, Chris, and we were going to go have some drinks with Chris's friend in Mount Shasta. We had all these fucking plans. And then uh, so, oh, we had a bunch of a uh, bunch of green waste so the the Lake Shastina community that we live in, they have this green waste site. It's like a dump, but you take your green waste, um, and then they'll burn it. They burn it. So and it's cheap. You just bring your you know leaves and pine needles. We get a lot of pine needles, a lot of pine cones, and uh, to help uh, uh, keep down fire prevention, um, they offer this super cheap greenway site so had the truck filled up with green waste and i actually had a bunch of pine needles that we had to take up with trips but it's only a couple miles down the road so it's not a big deal and i was like yeah cool so 
So did you so actually do that, all... or are you still telling us about the things that you were planning Just to do and didn't all do? These, all these fucking plans, man. All these fucking plans. So Friday after work, I go out in the garage. I get the, I get the bike out. I check the oil, check the tire pressure, get the tank bag on it or the tail bag. Get the bike. I clean it up. I get it all nice and clean, washed. I don't fucking wash bikes, right? I'm, kidding. I'm so excited. I get all my fucking riding gear out, you know? Saturday morning, wake up bright and early, go and do run and do the the green waste, uh, get a bunch of other shit, fucking get all my goddamn gear on, load my tail bag. I'm all fucking pumped. I don't get a quarter mile from the fucking house and I high side. Oh, ouch. Now, if you know what motorcycle is, if you ride, you know what a fucking high side is. If you don't, I'm not going to explain it. Just fucking Google it. It's the first time I've ever high side, high sid, high slid, high uh, high sided. Um, you know, I've low sided before. I've crashed in the dirt. Uh, I've never high sided, and at ten miles an hour, it fucks <laughs> you up. <laughs> well, you just like throw uh, you up, and then you just splat. Like so, what happened was I was turning right onto the main street. I have a bald back tire. I thought it was in better shape than it was. I even have a fucking tire in the garage. I just needed to swap it out. I'm just too fucking lazy and cheap to to swap it. Every Uh, video I see on YouTube that has high side is somebody fucking flying off their bike. That's exactly what happened to me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. The only saving grace was I wasn't going very fast. I was in- a high sider or high side is a type of motorcycle accident characterized by a sudden and violent rotation of the bike around its long axis. Exactly the way so you probably would have described. Yes, yeah, so basically what it is is the back tire under acceleration. Um, you, you can high side. No, you're not going to high side not under acceleration. So you're under acceleration. You're under power. The back tire loses grip you start to slide if in a car it would look like drifting some people can actually control it and drift it uh i'm not that skilled um and it happens so quickly um so the back end starts to to slide and then you out of panic let go of the throttle and then it instantly catches and then it whips the bike and you on it and you go flying and it goes flying now, if you Google or you YouTube high side, you see a bunch of high speed high sides where the fucking bike and the person goes. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 I did a very lo- low speed. I was literally going like 10 miles an hour. I, from a dead stop at a stop sign, turned right, gave it a bunch of throttle. The back end immediately broke loose and immediately went into a high side. So I wasn't going fast, but... I got flung, slammed down on my side, fucked up my shoulder. Mm. Um, I got the little road rash on my hip, my elbow. My elbow's all fucking swollen. Uh, my thumb's a little fucked up. But really, the my shoulder is what took the brunt of it. I can't lift my, my arm. Yeah. yeah, so I've been wearing a sling all day just to kind of protect it a little bit. Um I'm watching this one video. I just can't see how he keeps how he did it. It's weird. He's like turning like normal, you know. All of a sudden, just slides out of him. Oh, it's it can happen in yeah. in a blink of an eye. The thing is, is you don't do what I did 
on that tire and it's cold you know mm. like i said i was a quarter i was an eighth of a mile from my driveway i mean i could almost see my backyard from where it happened my tire was ice cold motorcycle tires need to be warmed up and the tire is bald i mean it's in bad shape and so um it was a perfect Man. perfect recipe so yeah hopefully my shoulder heals up in the next couple of days or a week or so i i even texted my boss today because my job's real physical i'm constantly having to wrestle with kids and grab them and pick them up and shit right i'm not gonna be able to do any of that cool. i can't i can't lift my arm up off my side so it's 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 all muscle and tendon so like tony you can understand your shoulder muscle mm-hmm. anytime you lift something above it's all using the shoulder muscle mm-hmm. imagine Damn. if that shoulder muscle was you know i don't know if it's torn or or the ligament or, or the tendon or whatever um but i can't you can if you pick my arm up i still have range of motion without much pain but i can't lift my mm-hmm. arm up past my past my weight i can that move much. my elbow i can move my elbow my bicep and my tricep well not my uh yeah my triceps fine it's just my shoulder muscle it's 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 fucked so hopefully in the next couple days it'll start to feel better today was worse than it was yesterday um so i've just been icing it i'll take some ibuprofen but all the adrenaline are gone i'm watching these videos i'm like god damn well i got lucky i mean i wasn't going very fast i didn't hit my head i was wearing all my gear um my leather glove protected my right palm you can see where it wore through the leather um so i would have got road rash on my hand if i hadn't been wearing gloves well i would have been fucked up if i wasn't wearing my gear um but i still got road rash on my hip from where it just kind of just the pressure of the gear you know on my pants so um the bike's okay i dented my gas tank pretty good ripped the uh, foot peg off bent the shifter all to hell scratched the fairing broke the rear view mirror uh the bar ends all bent out of shape so i'll have to replace that so you know um to get the bike back up and running will cost me a 100 bucks maybe a little more um i don't know how i'm gonna fix the gas tank so um yeah just fucking miserable so and then so today i'm like i went to the pumpkin patch with the girls and they got pumpkins and i'm literally walking around in a fucking sling oh damn so i can't do anything i can walk around but um but we bark barbecue tried to so that was hey, there you go. had a good dinner uh, you know nice. then you can, y'all gonna... pick up your own pumpkin i can't pick it up <sighs> i can't do a goddamn thing so i was my fucking 10 year old tied my shoelaces for the walk. <laughs> hey, man, so, you said, luckily you weren't going too fast. And... No, I wasn't going too fast, so I'll be all right. Um, I've been in worse motorcycle wrecks before. Um, but it's it's more embarrassing than anything because it's just a stupid little mistake and, you know, totally preventable. Um, but, you know, they say, man, if you ride motorcycles enough, it's not. If you crash, it's when you crash. So that really a saying? Oh yeah. Fuck. 
I'm lucky. Tony's lucky he hasn't. You've put some serious miles on your bike. You've, yeah. you've ridden quite a bit. So yeah, and you're riding the don't, city. Don't chase them. Yeah, right. no, Knock on wood. Yeah, man. no. You obviously, <laughs> you obviously. Uh, I drive paranoid. So. Well, and I I do around traffic, around people. You know, I don't trust other drivers. Mm. Um, you know, the two times I've crashed on the street was I outrode the motorcycle. Mm. You know, I was going faster than the conditions allowed. So it wasn't mm. another it wasn't another car. It was just my mistake. So I tell you what, it'll be a mistake well, I don't make again because high mistake. sides <laughs> suck. Yeah. <laughs> That was a delay. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit delayed. But yeah, high sides look like they're uh, brutal. Yeah. I mean, just pick, let me pick you up above my shoulders, six feet in the air, and then let me just drop you on the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it hurts. And then if you're going fast, you're going to hit the ground, and then you're going to fucking go into a cartwheeling, slide. you know. Yeah. So yeah, people get hurt. Typically, it's broken bones, shit like that. Concussions certainly not oh, uncommon. Yeah. I mean, you turn um, into a little catapult and you get flung. Well, that's like... exactly what happens: is the motorcycle catapults you. Yeah. So I was fortunate yeah. where I wasn't going very fast, and it still fucked me up. So yeah, of course I'm old too. I'm 38 years old. I'm not fucking 22 anymore. There ain't no spring chickens. Chicken, but um. So, anyways, that was my weekend. Whew. It all got fucked up. Yeah. So. I won't complain if I stub my toe. Then fuck. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. Like the kids, like you can be like you can tell the kids something, and then they immediately like try to one up you. They immediately <laughs> go into this like, yeah, like I hurt my I hurt my arm the other day scratching my back. I know what it's like, Dad. <laughs> And I'm like, are you fucking kidding I, me? I can't for that. Habitual line steppers. <laughs> They're always trying to one up you. Oh man, yeah. What the hell? I'm kids, man. It, it. It'd be like it'd be like you saying, "Crew, I fell off a roof today, installing a cable." And he's like, "You know what, Dad?" I know what it's like, man. I sprained my thumb playing uh, fucking Minecraft. You know what I mean? It's like I lost three matches in Fortnite, man. I I know. I feel your pain. I'm like, like, no, I I went to the emergency room. I just broke three ribs. I know, Dad, man. I I I kicked I kicked the chair. It hurt. (laughs) It's like, what are you trying to one up me? Fucking in the hospital. Yeah, I, yeah. I pull the curtain. He's lying there too. I'm like, yeah, I told you I got hurt. I'm like, what the fuck? You even here too? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we're glad you're, you're. We're glad you're alive. We're glad you're all right. We know you're strong. You're a fighter. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be. I'll be back on a bike in no time. There you go. That's it. Yeah, right. They say the same thing, right? With like follow up a horse. Same with the motorcycle, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, sounds good to me. There you go. Boom. Episode 426 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just ran to Ran to We just ran to random. There you go. That's, that's, that's a new one. Things, that's a new one. <laughs> we've fallen off motorcycles. We've sang me. We've heard musicals saying to us. It's been a wacky, wacky episode, but we appreciate you guys calling in and keeping that game super goddamn close, man. It is, it is yeah. coming down the wire. I mean, yeah. 
Tied for, tied, for, tied yeah, for both places. Yeah, first and second. Yeah, it's incredible, man. So, like I said, thanks for calling in again. Next week, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program with the homework and extra credit, right? Yeah. That's what we can't record right. on Monday. So, yep. Um, so, yeah, make sure you guys call in. You guys have been doing great. And uh, that's going to wrap it up. So, for your boy Fonzo saying, we ride. Harley, we fly off God, the we, <laughs> we do not crash together. Just That's just my stupid thing. Wait till Tony's line ready. Uh, MCP, bad boy for life.